Well, hi, everyone. We're back. This is Rex Saldana with my friend Mark Stevens. Hey, Rex. I'm glad to be here. Yep. We're going to, this is our sixth podcast, and this one we're going to talk about the Eurythmics Hall of Fame nomination, which was just announced a couple of weeks ago. And um, today, February 14th, uh, February 14th, 2022, um, they have put out a a press release, Eurythmics have put out a press release announcing the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination. And I thought we would go ahead and just read that on the podcast. And then after I read that, Mark and I will talk a little bit about um, our our feelings about the Hall of Fame and why we think Eurythmics, Eurythmics should be in there and um, and what we can all do as fans to make sure that uh, they stay in the top five. As of this moment, Judas Priest is closing in. <laughs> well, not closing in, but they have overtaken Lionel Richie. They have a few thousand votes to overtake Eurythmics, so... Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we got to keep that fan vote up. But I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, the uh, press release right now. So this is the official press release about this. This is the official press release that was released today. So it should. It's uh, you know out in all the wires and news services and all that. February 14th, 2022. Eurythmics have been named as nominees to be inducted by the 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This marks the award-winning worldwide multi-platinum British duo's second nomination for induction into the Rock Hall honoring a truly legendary body of work marked by critical applause, countless honors, and estimated global sales currently approaching 100 million. Indeed, Eurythmics have proven among the most enduring artists in music history, currently standing as the third most streamed of all current Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Wow. Quote, Dave and I go back a long way together. Our journey as Eurythmics took us through indescribable highs and lows. It's been an unbelievable life experience. Every one of the artists nominated for the Hall of Fame has their own unique version of a similar-looking glass world. We've all been there and earned the T-shirt. Thanks go to everyone who ever loved us and purchased our records and all the great musicians and crew we worked with over the years, says Eurythmics co-founder Annie Lennox. I am delighted Eurythmics have been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame USA for the second time. This is Dave Stewart speaking now. I am a great believer in the power of song. Annie and I have always tried to write songs that would stand the test of time. It's now more than 40 years since we launched our first album and tour, and it seems like the the songs still resonate with all ages. To be in the same company of such legendary nominees is an honor and something I never dreamt of when I was in the northeast of England at 14 years old and learning to play the blues whilst listening to Robert Johnson and Mississippi John Hurt, says Eurythmics co-founder Dave Stewart. Founded in 1980 by singer and songwriter Annie Lennox and musician, songwriter, and producer Dave Stewart, Eurythmics achieved global success with their landmark 1983 second album, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Produced by Stewart and co-written by Lennox and Stewart, the title track proved a true global phenomenon, reaching number one on charts around the world, including Billboard's Hot 100 in the United States. A string of worldwide multi-platinum albums and hit singles, including such award-nominated chart-topping classics as Here Comes the Rain Again, Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves with Aretha Franklin, Would I Lie to You, and Missionary Man, followed before Eurythmics parted ways in 1990. The following year saw the duo's remarkable canon celebrated with the Recording Industry Association of America's three times platinum and the British Phonograph Institute's six times platinum collection Greatest Hits, which reached the top of the album charts around the globe, spending a total of 10 weeks at number one on the UK album chart, and remains Eurythmics' best-selling album worldwide. 
After almost a decade apart, Eurythmics reunited to record their ninth studio album, 1999's Peace, followed by a new single featured on 2005's BPI three times platinum certified compilation album, Ultimate Collection. This is lengthy, I know everyone, we have a few more paragraphs. Among their many international honors, Eurythmics received the 1984 MTV Video Music Award for Best New Artist, the 1987 Grammy Award for Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal, and the 1999 Brit Award for Outstanding Contribution to Music, alongside a wide range of nominations, inducted into the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2005, and Eurythmics were among the 2020 inductees to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. That same year also saw Sweet Dreams Are Made of This inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in recognition of its qualitative and historical significance. Both Lennox and Stewart have received countless awards and nominations across their careers with a combined 15 Ivor Novello Awards honoring excellence in music writing. Named among Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Singers of All Time, Lennox has received an Academy Award, eight Brit Awards, including an unprecedented six British Female Solo Artist Awards, a Golden Globe, three Grammy Awards, and a Billboard Century Award, to name but a few, along with a list of long accolades honoring her wide-ranging philanthropic efforts around the world. Among his many international laurels, Stewart has been awarded three Brit Awards as Producer of the Year, a Golden Globe, a Critics' Choice Movie Award, the Clive Davis Legend in Songwriting Award, more than 25 ASCAP Awards and BMI Awards for Most Performed Song, and the 2015 Music Producers Guild Outstanding Contribution to UK Music Award. As dramatic and electrifying on stage as in the studio, Eurythmics were a massively successful live act across every era of their long career, most recently reuniting in 2019 for a three-song performance at Sting's Rainforest Fund 30th Anniversary Benefit Concert in New York City, which prompted Rolling Stone to write, quote, the duo of Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart completely stole the show, rising above even Bruce Springsteen. They, hadn't, they haven't been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame despite appearing on two recent ballots, but this performance alone proved that this gross injustice needs to be addressed very soon. Eurythmics are currently among the top five, art, five artists on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's official fan vote, fan vote leaderboard. The top five artists, as selected by the public, will comprise a fans ballot that will be tallied along with other ballots to select the 2022 inductees. Fans are invited to log in at vote.rockhall.com to cast a daily ballot through April 29th. Voting is capped at one ballot per day. Nominee ballots are sent to the Rock Hall's international voting body of more than 1,000 artists, historians, and members of the music industry. Factors such as an artist's musical influence on other artists, length and depth of career and body of work, innovation, and superiority in style and technique are taken into consideration. Inductees will be announced in May 2022. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2022 induction ceremony will take place this fall with date, venue, and on-sale information to be announced later. And that's the press release in its entirety. Well, I think I think the, you were saying, you know, this is sort of lengthy, but I think that in itself, it tells you exactly why that um, Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox, Eurythmics, should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it did take you that long to go through just the list of uh, qualifications and and why they have been a musical force uh, for all these years. And uh, I think that s- speaks for it very clearly. Yes, and it was surprising that uh, that information about uh, being a top-streamed artist mm-hmm. uh, you know, from the Hall of Fame nominations. I think that's really good. I think the music 
crosses uh, generations and um, it's timeless. Like Dave Stewart says, it stands the test of time. Classic pop song. Um, created in a in an electro pop version to begin with, then later branching out into rock, pop, and soul and other things. Um, but always, like Dave says, songs that can just be played on the guitar or the piano. You know, at, at its heart, they are just really good, well written songs. And for me personally, that's why I fell in love with Eurythmics because of the songwriting. I just thought. My God, I, I I've never heard songs this good, you know. Mm. Which which of course you know there are there are other songs out there that are that are wonderful and other artists, but um, you know it really spoke to me. And um, well, so these, those are all the reasons I think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, they have stood the test of time, and um, the songs have uh, stood the test of time. They are the, their songs are still played around the world uh, every single day. Uh, multiple times per day. The streaming is a fact a fact for that. But, um, you know, beyond beyond Eurythmics, if you want to say their heyday in the 80s, you know, Annie Lennox went on to have this huge solo career. Dave has continued to record and perform and work with other um, artists. Like uh, we've mentioned before, you know, he's in Daryl Hall is at his studio recording now. Uh, so, you know, they have stayed and become uh, very important. And I love that the, that Rolling Stone uh, even mentioned that it was, you know, almost an abomination that they're, they're not in their, in their piece in 2019 about the Sting Rainforest concert. Right. And that they, that they simply, and they said that they stole the show, which is very interesting because one of Annie's other recent performances got to go back uh, six or seven years when she performed with Hozier on the Grammys and every single person the next day was writing not about the Grammys awards only, but about her and that, and they said the same thing, quote, she stole the show. <laughs> well, like I can think of many instances over Eurythmics and Annie Lennox's long career where they have said she stole the show. Another example would have been at the, the Freddie Mercury tribute when she performed oh, yeah. with, uh, with uh, David Bowie and uh, our, uh, our good friend Maureen used to say, you know, um, uh, what was her comment? Annie, Annie is the queen of entrances. Uh Maureen used to say that all the time. And um, it's true. I mean, she, she, she used to make, you know, it was another, another one would be when she uh, presented on the Grammy awards dressed as a sort of a a dominatrix style Mickey and Minnie mouse, you know, that (laughs) stole the show too. Yeah, People were talking about that the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, she knows how to make a splash. Let's not forget Earl at the 1983 Grammy Awards when they performed Sweet Dreams and when she did it in drag. Another st- scene-stealing moment. Yeah, so, you know, but it's, it's the music in the end that that um, that it has lasted and will continue to last. I mean, how many people have covered their songs? I mean, and, you know, and... Um, Younger artists, you know, say, you know, Annie Lennox is a um, is has been a hero or heroine, perhaps, of mine, you know, and you know, and um, have um, done that. So it's it's two artists that come to mind are are Pink and Kelly Clarkson, who are always Mm -hmm. praising Annie, and and Kelly does uh, covers of her songs quite regularly on her TV show, and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, yeah, and. Reba McIntyre and Kelly Clarkson, when they did a tour together, you know, they uh, opened the show 
uh, Reba comes down and she's singing Patsy Cline's Sweet Dreams and Kelly comes on and, and turns it into Eurythmics' Sweet Dreams and then they merge together and sing. I mean, you know, the, uh, you know these are the Brilliant. moments of, you know, history. And you, people, people don't do that. People don't open their shows, their own concerts. Uh, for, for a song that and, and for a group that's not important, that's exactly. not uh, you know worthy of the rock, rock and roll hall of fame. And you know, one well, can say you know, well, you don't have to be in in the hall of fame to have made a difference. And of course, you don't. Um, but I think these are nice accolades. I think fans like to see these things. Uh, they 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 like the validation. Of these, uh, of, of their favorite band being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they've been in your Hall of Fame all these years. They certainly right. have been in ours, you know. So, and I can't think of any fan who hasn't wanted them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for at least twenty years. <laughs> yeah, and they've been eligible since what two thousand six? Is that right? I believe so. Yeah, or two thousand five or two thousand. You you become eligible twenty five years after your first um, uh, proper recording or something to that effect. That would have been 2006, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and, you know, and I don't know, they could have, I guess Eurythmics is nominated in, in that sense, uh, the 25 years, but but David and Annie further back, so. Yeah, another thing I wanted to point out is um, when uh, Marilyn Manson did a cover of Sweet Dreams, it was barely 10 years since the original mm-hmm. come out by Eurythmics. Mm-hmm. And for a song to be covered that um, quickly – and to achieve such huge success, I think says also a lot about them. And the way he interpreted that song, he sort of took the dark elements of it <laughs> and, and just, you know, just put that on steroids. You know, uh, the dark elements in your rhythmics version are there, but mm-hmm. uh, Marilyn Manson really brought that out. And I think that's may have been the reason why they gave him permission to do that, because they they knew that that could be drawn out of it and something different could be done. And he did a very eye popping video for that song, um, which, you know, I always thought, wow, I mean, the sweet dreams video by Eurythmics is a classic. He didn't do such a bad job with his video either. It's completely different, of course, but, um, yeah. and it's funny. She, he, you know, he, he made a comment back in at that time when, when they asked, you know, why did you choose to cover sweet dream? And he said, well, it's, I sort of see it like a, a, a carrot that's dangling. You know, and people will bite that carrot, and then they will want to. They will want to find out more about me and my music. I found that very interesting because Annie Lennox had say, said something very similar in an interview in the early '80s about, I, I believe it was, you know, her her orange hair and 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 their image, and and she said something about it being a carrot. And I wondered if I know that's a common thing to say, but I wondered if maybe Marilyn Manson is a huge fan and and was maybe echoing that. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I, I want to go back and again on the Hall of Fame a bit. And uh, I was reading earlier uh, that there's only a small percentage of inductees that are women, a very small percentage. Uh, now, that could be also that for many, many years, you know, or that it was it's it's long been a male dominated uh, business, not so much, in I don't think, in today's world, but for a very long time that it was. But still, the amount of women who have been inducted, um, you know, is 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 still fairly small. And of course, as Eurythmics, it, it's a nomination for Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox, so that would that would help with that. She certainly would be worthy of of that. She's just such a long, you know. And I, I, I and I think the induction is is of course is for your rhythmics, but I don't think there's any doubt 
uh, in anyone's mind that it, it's it's about the two performers and what they have done. And I think you read that somewhere. You know, it's not just based on this, but it's ba- just on, you know, how many hits you had or how many hit records you had, but that you have to be someone who has changed music history, that you have to have been someone who inspired others, who was innovative. And, you know, that's that was innovative. That was the word that every single journalist used to describe them in those early years and still do, you know, but, you know, the innovation of what Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox did with an eight track recording uh, that could record an album as important as Sweet Dreams are made of this and then continued on. It would have been so easy. It would have been so easy for Sweet Dreams Are Made of This to have been a one-hit wonder. It had all the hallmarks of being such a thing, the repetition, you know, the unique sound. But they were so much better than that. And, you know, they continued with, you know, career-defining albums every single time. So, you know, it it is worthy. And I do hope they, 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 they... um, well, to, to echo what you just said, you know, the, 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 uh, the press release says factors such as body of work, innovation and superiority in style and technique are taken into consideration. So if anybody deserves to be in on, on those merits, it would be Eurythmics. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. So, you know, and and the fan vote, let's be clear on this. You know, the fan vote, uh, they have can they have they're in the top five and the top five. They all the artists that end up in the top five of the fan vote uh, gets an extra vote um, in that uh, big s- collection of votes that a thousand and thousand people are going to be voting, like you mentioned, former inductees, musicians, historians, etc. So it's not a lot in the final vote. So I think the fan vote is more of a public relations thing, something to get you know, people thinking about the Hall of Fame and excited about it. It doesn't, it's not going to change, most likely could, as we say in any sort of election, one vote matters. So <laughs> we, we can't dismiss the one vote. It could actually matter. So, um, you know, but... Um, I, I personally find it kind of cool that we can, all Eurythmics fans can vote, and then it's sort of like we get a collective vote of our own that we can, that can be added, you yeah. know? And yeah. it's kind of cool. I mean, we, obviously they can't have every Eurythmics fan out there vote, but to do this is nice, and like you said, it, it's. I think it's more mostly about publicity and getting the word out there. But um, it, it's easy to vote. We should say if anybody's listening, they haven't done. Easy that. to vote. Just go to vote.rockhall.com. You have to register with an email address before you can vote. Yeah, and that's easy. As long as you put in your email, and it confirm, they'll send you a confirmation. So make sure. And I and I, and I have to say that I like that because it. You know, you have. It's not going to accept your vote unless it's you've logged in with your email. So, you know, it can't be it can't be one of these things where you can figure it out and you can just keep voting a million times. It's not that you you get one vote for your email. And um, and I, I, I try to do it in the sort of usually it's in the mid morning after I got up, uh, you know, and I, and I try to do I did forget the other day and I realized it about late in the afternoon. I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't voted yet. <laughs> the first thing I do every morning is I'm having my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> So, I think so um, yeah, so this podcast is just getting into about 20 minutes. So I think it's a good place to stop. We wanted to do kind of a, just a quick thing on the Hall of Fame, read the press release, give our, our reasons why we think they should be in there and encourage fans to vote. So please do that every single day until April 29th, vote.rockhall.com. Yeah. So 
All right. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will always be back with another podcast. Yep. Vote your red mix. Bye, everyone. See you.